This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network, the least topical podcast on the internet. Today's topic was the sandwich bracket. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustick. And we haven't done it in a while, folks, but as you can see in the title of the episode, we've yeah. gone back to the brack. We're going brack to the future. And the future, the future. is now. Yeah. Brack to the future. <laughs> exactly. Love exactly. that. Love that. Um, folks, we've discussed sandwiches at length. Nauseam. I mean, it's one yep. of the. I would say it's if my personality was uh, kind of a pie chart, I would say sandwiches mm-hmm. is about forty six to fifty two percent of my personality. Mm-hmm. I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> there are people. There are men specifically that I know who didn't have good personalities, so they channeled the gym. They would use the gym yeah, the, to get yeah, their no. bodies gigantic, and then they would just say, "This is my personality. Yeah, I work out. Look my personality me. is I work out. Yeah, look at my body." <laughs> I think that we do that with sandwiches, sandwiches. a little bit more, where it's like, oh, the conversation of sandwiches has arrived. Yeah, I, yeah. Can, I, <laughs> I can step up. Give me the microphone and find spotlight. Yeah. And I can contribute. And I can <laughs> contribute. Um, so, folks, you know how these brackets work. If you haven't listened to them before, we've done a French fry bracket, I remember. Oh, right. Um, That's right. A, potentially a fruit bracket am i wrong in saying a yeah fruit no i think we did do a fruit bracket i think you're right bill i think you're right we may have even it's done like, a hat a hat bracket maybe or maybe kicked, i'm getting confused yeah that may have kicked the whole thing off a hat <laughs> bracket i think so but essentially how these episodes work is we before the episode starts um line up eight of our favorite or eight of the most popular versions of the thing we are bracketing And then we will seed them on air in minutes, and then we will get this bracket competition started to find out what is the goat hat, what is the goat fruit, what is the school supplies we did. Right. School supplies. (laughs) School supplies. (laughs) That needed a bracket. It's it's the non edible brackets that I think are my favorite. I think that's what this is revealing. The non edible (laughs) brackets. That's right. Yeah. Um, So I'm going to disappoint myself when I say today we are going to do a sandwich bracket. Long overdue. I was saying to Billy before we started that this a sandwich bracket feels like the core essence of the No Joke podcast, and it is it is frankly a shame on us for not having delivered a sandwich bracket in the previous three hundred and twelve episodes. That's our bad, but we're making up for that today. That's our bad. Yeah, we we apologize. We apologize. apologize. I want to apologize to you because we have put eight uh, sandwiches down, as you know. Yes, and one of the sandwiches I'm realizing now. I kind of, this is so much of my personality amongst family and friends that I feel like I have to take it off the list because if I didn't have it as the number one sandwich, it would kind of shatter the illusion that I set out. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Great. So our number seven sandwich is the Italian hero. Yes. We love the Italian hero in my house. It goes without saying, It's cultural. It's Cultural. cultural. Yes. You need an Italian hero in the Scafuri household. So I would like to remove the Italian hero from the list because, again, it's just too sticky and just too scary to dance around that sandwich. And I just don't want anything <laughs> to beat it. I can't. I don't want that. I don't it's, want to do an hour 
of having to walk on thin ice. You understand? It, it not only do I understand, I completely empathize. I agree with your instinct. We want to like the Italian hero, like you said, is so much more than a sandwich to both mm. of us in many ways, but specifically to you. Is it your sister or your dad that gives you a cold cut plate for your birthday, or is it? Am I getting the details confused here? My but sister it, has made me antipasto plates and sent yeah. them across the country, across <laughs> yeah. Manhattan, wherever yeah. I am every yeah. birthday. My yeah. sister has delivered um, an antipasto, and it is just that's so, love. In my that's household, love. that's love. That is love. So the point is that the Italian meats mean so much to the Scafuri household and to you yeah. really personally that it's like it's too intimate. It's like you know, yeah. when a like it's like when a jury for a trial needs to be like sequestered because you need to like preserve some degree of impartiality. That's what we're kind of doing here. But with when it comes to Billy and Italian meats, there's very little impartiality. So we need to kind Thank of do you. the responsible thing and take Thank it off you. the board. I applaud that sort of self-restraint, right. Billy. Well done. And I'm going to come with, I'm not just coming with complaints. I'm going to come with a well, solution as well. Great. I'm a solution-based podcaster, Adam. Uh, definitely. I'd like to replace it with the bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich. Oh, my God. I mean, okay. talk. that's another one that speaks to our heart, but I think that we're able to at least have a little bit of emotional removal enough that we can sort of analyze it um, sort of scientifically. So that's I love it yeah. maybe as much as I love um, Italian heroes, but that being said, I can give the bacon, egg, and cheese the L at some point and not feel nervous about it. Okay. Copy that. Yep, absolutely. Okay. Same here. So let's get to the meat of the sandwiches, Adam. <laughs> okay, no And let's go through the eight... The eight sandwiches that we selected before this Great. episode, and then we will rank them one through eight and get the sandwich bracket kicked off. Sound good? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Our eight sandwiches are peanut butter and jelly. Classic. Grilled cheese. Bacon, lettuce, tomato, otherwise known as BLT. <laughs> the Reuben. Ooh. Ham and cheese. Turkey club. Yep. The newly minted bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich. Welcome to the and party. And finally... We're getting in the river. We're going to get wet. <laughs> get your we fishing rods. Wet. Thank you. Get okay. your rods. It's sandwich time. <laughs> cast, your, cast your line. It's sandwich time. Yes. So, uh, cast your <laughs> line. It's sandwich time. PB&J, grilled cheese, BLT, Reuben, ham and cheese, turkey club, bacon, egg and cheese, tuna. One thing that jumps out to me right out the gate, Adam. Yeah. Three yeah. of our sandwiches have the word cheese in them. <laughs> I mean, we're only human. You know what I mean? It's like we uh, the cheese is is kind of the lifeblood of the sandwich community, not necessary, um, but yeah, absolutely. Um, we this usually a, start. Sorry. Yeah. No. No. Please go. We usually start with the one seed, the the most obvious, the universally known to be the most famous, or yeah. most popular, or most beloved sandwich. I don't know what the number one seed this is, is here, but I do. I do feel like almost starting from the inside out might be a play. And part of me thinks that Rubens and ham and cheese are quite close to one another in the yeah, sandwich spectrum. Absolutely. So I might put Ruben ham and cheese in the four or five. At the four or five. I love that, Bill. You're not just you're, – you're a solution-based podcaster, as you said. Uh, this, uh, I exactly. mean, you're, that's, that's the thing. It's like you're a podcaster that chases solutions, chases improvements, uh, chases fixes. We're not just throwing problems up here. We're solving problems. So exactly. that's great. Four or five. Thank you. So, Ruben, Adam, I need ham and you cheese. to make the decision. Who gets the four between those two? Um, I would say in terms of cultural ubiquitousness, I would say the ham and cheese gets the four. Correct. It's a little bit so – thank you. Correct. You can <laughs> explain. Please. I don't, I don't no, want no, to No, no, please. No, you get it. No, you get it. You get it. Um, it's people, just a little bit more universally people. applicable, I think. A little bit – has a, a bit of a, a broader a broader appeal. That's all. Okay. Yeah. Great. We have one eight, we have two seven, we have three six. Um, the turkey club to me 
kind of yeah. has that American flag energy. Like you're Absolutely. on the boat. You're on the boat, you know? Requires a toothpick to keep it together. Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> is it the number one? Is it the number one? Oh, that's interesting. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is. It is. I don't want to die, like, you know, sort right. of like dive too far into it right now. But I, yeah, I could see that as the number one. I'm looking at the others. PB and J is a little bit for babies, but that's okay. Uh, hey, I and, need a lot of PB and J. So do I. And I'm a, I'm, I'm here. I am a baby. So like okay. I, <laughs> uh, but I would say, yeah, let's throw Turkey Club one. And you know what, Bill? I would Go say as the. It, this is so hard because I mean, let's talk about like ranking your darlings. These are all our children. This is why here. we do it? So this is, this is why, why we, do we do it, though. I would go ahead and say, oh, I'm trying to. Find, I'm just trying to sort of like suss out in my own mind who the eight seed might be uh, to go up against the Turkey Club. I might even say grilled cheese. I get that it's universally applicable and wow. beloved, but there is a simplicity to it or something. Wow. But again, I'm I'm open to. I mean, I'm just tossing out thoughts here. So you tell you me. would think that you would think. Own your thoughts. It's okay. Just because yeah. I say wow doesn't mean that you have to backtrack. Um, <laughs> grilled cheese. You would want it at the eight. I don't think I can allow that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Fair. Fair. I don't think I can allow that. Tuna, I maybe? Might let you, I, I might let you put it at the seven if you okay. so choose. <laughs> okay. Okay. My instinct is that tuna might have to be the eight. I think tuna's the eight. I think tuna's the eight. Just it's because I feel like there is a long list of people who are like, I don't eat canned tuna. Not Ew. for me. Might be a little polarizing. It might be the cilantro of sandwiches, where it's like, oh, mm. for some, that's a hard ew, which I get. Tuna's going eight. Tuna's going, going eight. <laughs> yeah. We'll put grilled cheese as the seven to Fair. honor your instinct. Honor my instinct. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. Now we have the BLT. We have yeah. the BLT. That might also be a high-ranking uh, sandwich that, to me. That could I don't be know the two. About that. I could feel that that's the two. Yeah. It is the two. I think decided. so. I think so. Yeah. BLT Good. versus grilled cheese. Wow. So now we have two Solid. sandwiches left. Adam, it's the three six. It's yeah, the three six, and it's the PB and J against the bacon egg and cheese. Jesus! Oh my God! Talk about things that are essential to my personality and life. Okay, mm-hmm. bacon egg so, and cheese versus PB and J. Wow. You said that PB and J is for babies. I mean, you know what I mean, Bill. I, I didn't mean no, this disparagingly, but you know what I mean. Yeah. No, no. I'm just trying to – I'm not saying that with anything behind it except that we yeah. need to figure out which is going which. We didn't say anything necessarily disparaging about uh, the bacon, egg, and cheese. So yeah. with those two things on the board, my yeah. instinct is that the PB&J should probably be the underdog. I'm with you, buddy. it's for babies or close. I think, I think, I think you're right. I think the, the bacon, egg, and cheese gets the three seed here. I think that's okay. right. That feels and right. just like that, and just we like that, them. Adam, and just like that, no joke, Nash, we have our sandwich bracket in front Thank of you. us. Thank shall, you. Shall I read off the competition? You shall and you must. You know, this is really looking like this could have, anyone could have gotten any seed in this. Absolutely. So we're going to find out. But the way that it shook out was the number one versus the number eight, Turkey Club versus Tuna. Thank okay. you. Two versus seven across the bracket, BLT. Versus grilled cheese. That's a big one. These are all legends. This is like Tournament of Legends. Yes. Yes. This is just like Tournament of Legends. Four of five. (laughs) Four of five. Ham and cheese versus the Reuben. Unbelievable. And number three versus number six. We've got the bacon, egg, and cheese, the breakfast sandwich, the official breakfast sandwich of New York City versus the PB&J. Correct. Just a classic classic sandwich the official sandwich of of children of all ages perfect that's right 
Okay. So that's our bracket. I say in the second act, we uh, get to discussing which each one is. Pick our winners and keep it moving. What do you think? Absolutely. Love it, Bill. All right. Love what it. is that? Who is that guy, Michael Buffer? Right? Remember Michael Buffer? Of course I do. Are you kidding me? Do you mean the um, sort of uh, the announcer that would say, let's get ready to rumble before important That's boxing matches, wrestling Good. matches, Thank and sporting for... events? Yeah. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> I was deeply, deeply, deeply like, I was like, oh, shit. I said Michael Buffer. And all I can think of right now is that he might have said, gentlemen, start your engines. <laughs> he probably did at some point. He was the guy that said the thing that kicked off the event. Yes. And it yeah. was, let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> that was that was a huge cultural touchstone for Correct. much of the 1990s and beyond. Correct. Yeah. And he, that was his quote? Like, he, he said it <laughs> I, first? I think he did. I wouldn't be surprised if he's, like, trademarked that phrase. Yeah. Because I think that was, like, his truly very, very, very seldom in life do human beings come with catchphrases. Not characters. Mm -hmm. Human mm -hmm. beings. He was one of the few human beings with his own catchphrase. So shout now, out to Michael he, Buffer. So people weren't getting ready to rumble before Michael Buffer? I don't that think it wasn't a phrase where people were like, "Hey, let's get ready to rumble." <laughs> I don't. I don't think officially. I think that they were probably. Here, here's what I think. I think he was just sometimes a luminary comes along and is able to put words and articulate a, a feeling that's in the culture. So I'm sure that previous mm -hmm. to Buffer, people were indeed ready to, in fact, rumble, but they just didn't have okay. the words to say it. You know what I mean? Right. And along comes Michael and is saying, "I know along how we're feeling." Polly. Along came Paul. <laughs> Along came Polly, and now we're ready to rumble officially. Okay, so let's yeah. get ready to rumble. In the act break, do you or I, you choose, want yeah. to say, let's get ready to bracket, like Buffer, or however else we might want to do that line read? I would love to give it a crack myself, to be honest. Okay, that's, that's so exciting. I can't wait. <laughs> All right, first act break. Adam is going to get us ready to rumble, a.k.a. ready to sandwich, a.k.a. ready to bracket, a.k.a. Correct. along came Polly, and we'll be right back. <laughs> Let's get ready to bracket! Welcome back to the No Joe Podcast. Today, Bill and I are doing a sandwich bracket. I'm nervous, and here's why, folks. I'm nervous, and here's why. I Tell gave me. Adam Dealer's choice who was going to say, let's get ready to bracket. And I may have just given away a billion-dollar gig. <laughs> why, why? I may have just given away a billion-dollar gig because if I had said, let's get ready to bracket, then maybe I would be the future star because Adam's going to be flown around the world. You think He's so? going to be flown around the world. You think so? To say that phrase. Yes, that's you a, nailed it. Oh, dude, I, that's, that makes me feel really good. You got, it's all about the lead-in. You know what I mean? He's got, like, he really had sort of a long, kind of like preamble mm. that first uh kind of like an opera singer basically um but you, and it's also that it's it was like it's like those mexican and um spanish soccer announcers who hold gold yes, yes, longer exactly. than you think they're going to hold the word goal and you just held bracket to the perfect length. The perfect <laughs> oh, thanks, length. buddy. Oh, Bill, you're All too right. kind. What a mensch. Thanks, man. All right, let's what get into it. <laughs> okay. Adam kicked it off. Let's get yes. right into it, huh? Let's do it, buddy. We're starting with the 1-8, folks. This okay. is the sandwich bracket. In the one seed, we have a turkey club. Yeah. A turkey club. Let's start there. Let's start with the turkey club. Absolutely. Now, the club sandwich to me, uh, mm -hmm. I have a few uh, – I mean, it, it is um, – it's the number one seed for a reason. We're talking turkey. We're talking lettuce, tomato, mayonnaise, and the secret sauce, bacon. And not just the secret ingredients, but the thing about the turkey club is that it is stacked. Three pieces of bread. Yeah. Uh, two sandwiches I, in one. Yeah. And I didn't really consider that, 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 that like – 
half time of bread in the sandwich. Yeah, I mean, there's a half that, time. That extra bread. <laughs> that, right. In retrospect, I may not have put it at the one if I had realized that it's a triple bread situation. But a lot here of bread. Maybe I will be convinced. Are you pro trip, triple bread? Uh, I, I am. I am triple bread. I mean, here's the thing. I, I don't know how you feel about a club sandwich. And I think I, just based on your comment that you just made, like no one's making a club sandwich at home. Right. To me, it's diner exclusive. To me, it's like restaurant and – exactly. Like there's no world where I'm choosing with my ingredients in my fridge to go triple bread. Like I would never choose it. It would never even occur to me to make that myself at home. So to me, there's something that's like you can have a turkey club as a treat. It's always a treat. It's to me, I Mm -hmm. associate it with diners eating out restaurants, country clubs, like you said. Or like Mm -hmm. vacation – like on vacation, you're at like a resort. They're always going to give you the the turkey club I feel like is an option there. So to me, I associate it with special. Yeah, and it's clean. It's like, or it's, I should say, it's like refreshing. There's something like yeah. light about it. There's not yeah. usually like spicy sauces on it or anything. It's supposed to be like a. It feels like a summer sandwich. It's a summer sandwich. sandwich. That's a great point. It's an absolute summer sandwich. It's a vacation sandwich, mm-hmm. um, and you have. But the it requires added... a toothpick, bud. It, re- That's it truly, exactly right. genuinely requires a toothpick. Without now, a toothpick, it's it's it falls it's to a, pieces. Just a deconstructed salad. It's just mess. it's a it's mess. Chaos. And that and to be totally honest with you, the toothpick, like you said, great point. It kind of makes or breaks it. Now, I want to just talk about really briefly the pros and cons of thine toothpick. Of the course. con, the con is danger. I believe that we've discussed this on the podcast before. Oh yeah, that a toothpick in a sandwich, if hidden and if not acknowledged and if not accounted for, can be dangerous. <laughs> it could be death. It could. Be it could death. be death. It could be death. So this sandwich sort of comes with a, a bit of a degree of da- danger and like sort of mm-hmm. a daring do that none of the other sandwiches do. Um, and just the, my question just on that front real quick yeah. is does the joy that the Turkey Club provides warrant the risk of dying? P- probably not. Probably not the risk of literal death, I would say. Okay. Um, okay. But, uh, so no, I my my knee jerk on that is no. But I think one of the pros of the toothpick is that it's a fun little decoration, and it mm. doesn't have to just be a toothpick. You mentioned earlier in the podcast that there's something that feels very American flaggy about the Turkey Club. Why not? Why can't that toothpick be an American flag? You why know, can't? I think they can be. I it, think can it can be. be, and I think they are because there are yeah. those toothpicks, those right. like presentational toothpicks, exactly that have that, like colored cellophane. Exactly. Some, if you're feeling tropical, have an umbrella on top. Okay, so all of a sudden, you're dealing with a sandwich that can be sort of literally decorated in a way mm-hmm. that can be topical or specific to the to the uh, vacation the loca- vacation location that you were on at mm-hmm. that time. So mm-hmm. there's a, sort of many ways to sort of gussy up the template that is the club mm-hmm. sandwich with the toothpick. So that's a pro. But why Again, stop there? I mean, why yeah. stop with the American flag? Why not put Christmas lights on your turkey club? Exactly. I mean, at some point, right? <laughs> All right, exactly. Turkey Club. That's the Turkey Club. Let's just yeah. dip into the tuna real quick. The eight seed. Yeah. Let's polarizing. take out our fishing lines, folks. Let's <laughs> head down to the lake. Yeah. Fish. Head down to the lake. Fish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fish. I think that – I mean like look. I grew up in a Jewish household. Tuna on toast was a staple. Tuna on toast mm-hmm. was like that's what was happening. That's what my mother ate for lunch most of the time. So Open-faced? Like, so she would sometimes go open-faced, and you know me, uh, and we didn't include this, but a t- I'm a sucker for a tuna melt. Like you melt some yes. cheese on that thing, all of a sudden yes. you're I'm, – I'm, I'm in outer space. I'm loving it. Yes. So um, – But we're but talking – but in this one, we're talking chicken of the sea. Take yeah. it out of the can. Mix it with some mayo in a bowl. Slap it on some tuna. Simple. And, we got, and, and there we are. 
Simple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how, what, what's your feeling? I know that you don't like fish as a rule. I don't. Mm-hmm. I know that you don't like the animals or the food. But does tuna yeah. kind of break through in the skiffuri in, in your in a weird your taste way? Buds? It does. I like, know. I don't enjoy the company of the shape of a fish. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Like yeah. the shape of a fish, I am not yeah. going to want you in my company. In, by As you said, person. you don't you don't trust it. No feet. No you don't trust. But it. when yeah. you get it in the can, it is so far removed from what yeah. you think a fish looks like. Of That's course, right. there is fish tastes and there are fish whispers, but it is so far removed <laughs> that at least it's not looking at me square in the eyes like you don't like yeah. me and I don't like you. But let's get this over with. <laughs> fish okay. whispers. Yeah. 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 But what I do like about tuna, and anyone yeah. who goes to the gym like me likes about tuna, is protein. So it is a talk to it's me. Almost just the most nutritional you can get. Really? Exactly. Really? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So it's straight so, up good for you. It's just it's like good for, yes. Yeah. In 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 the right amounts. Yes. It does. It is fishy though. It is fishy. literally correct. Yes. Yeah. Yes. More than a whisper. More than a whisper of fish. It More is than in a of whisper. It. Yeah. Do you? Would you ever do tuna sans bread? Are you ever making a bowl of tuna and just eating it with a fork straight up? Yes, for ne- gains. For gains, for weight gain. <laughs> for gaining. But I'm just literally trying to put on weight. Yes. Yeah. I will just eat a can of tuna like a freak. Honestly, that's not that's no that's no freak, man. I'll do that too. I love just straight up I love the nude tuna. Just the nude You just love the, a nude tuna. Your I tuna do. must have mayo in it, right? You well of course, of course I don't mean nude, I don't mean can. dry as the desert. No, of course not. <laughs> Yo, of course. <laughs> My God. I'm not an animal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. No, of course, I love a new tuna. Uh, but to me, a tuna on toast, there's a simplicity there that's elegant, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. But I do respect mm-hmm. the polarization of the fishiness. There is a fishiness yes. that, and like you said, fish whispers um, that, that we I do understand love the might tuna be a off. We oh definitely love the tuna melt. And the truth of the matter is that I am probably eating, I am definitely eating more tuna sandwiches in my weekly intake, monthly intake, yearly intake when it comes to sandwiches than turkey clubs. In retrospect, I don't actually find myself even ordering the turkey club when I'm at the country club, of which I've never been. Interesting. Right. Yeah, exactly. It is a treat. Tuna is a sort of working man's nine to five sandwich. The turkey club is is as a treat. It's like Mm -hmm. when you're out. So that's a big difference. God, I may be talking myself into tuna here, Bill. I don't even like – This is crazy. I'm yeah. talking myself into honoring tuna, but I yeah. I do fear I do fear that my biases will get in the way, and I'm just yeah. going to go turkey. Um, yeah. I don't know what's going to push us over the edge to make that decision, but we do have to make that decision and get on to the other. Well, I, I just want to say one last thing that's almost just sort of a uh, – I'm saying it to myself. <clears throat> yes. Sandwiches – look, you and I uh, uh, are both voracious sandwich consumers, and it's not – when I sit down to eat a sandwich, that's – I'm devouring that in mere minutes. Like I'm mm-hmm. not really taking mm-hmm. a break from a sandwich to revisit. But for mm-hmm. those of us who do take their sandwiches a little bit more slowly, a turkey club, if you eat a half, go take a swim come back yes. for half number two that well turkey said. club is going to preserve tuna yes. sitting in the sun sitting around nope. that feels Friends, gross that feels you, gross. I, the yeah. only way to preserve the second half of a tuna sandwich is to put it back in the lake you gotta put it back in the lake <laughs> until you're ready to eat it again then yeah, you fish it right. out with a net and then you eat that otherwise that thing is not going to hold correct amundo correct amundo that's right tuna we uh, we respect you we yeah. honor you we honor I think that sadly, no, in right. this competition, you're you are right. going to go down um, against the turkey club. Adam, back to wrong? the lake. No, you're not wrong at all. You're in fact <laughs> back to the lake. <laughs> tuna gang, hashtag tuna gang. Bad tuna news. Gang. You're going back to the lake. <laughs> Throwing you back. Yep. Thanks for Let's playing. Let's cut across, tuna. Adam. Yeah. Let's cut across to the bacon bracket. 
Great. The bacon oh, bracket. Jesus. Oh, actually, grilled cheese doesn't always come with bacon. I'm realizing that most of my grilled cheeses that I eat do come with bacon, but this Correct. one does not. That's we right. We have a BLT in the two seed going up against a grilled cheese. Well, but here's Warm the thing. versus cold. Yeah, exactly. Great point. See, oh, so, oh, God, that is actually an amazing point. But, and you bring up many, 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 many good points. The first mm-hmm. one is that the grilled cheese is merely a template. Uh, by herself, in her simplest form, she is, like the tuna, simple, elegant, yes. childlike, yes. sort of like yes. a 1.0, but not in a, in, not in a sort of pejorative way, just like, the, like beauty and simplicity. But you have all the additives to the grilled cheese. You can throw oh, – there, there are entire just restaurants the in – just the dips alone. The dips alone, the meat options. I've had brisket grilled cheese. I mean, you can get as yep. fancy as you want with it. There yep. are entire yep. restaurants in New York City that just serve fancy bullshit $18 grilled cheeses. So, like, right. there's there's many different there's a versions. Comfort. There's a comfort Absolutely. in grilled cheese. You can oh, dip yeah. it in uh, tomato soup, which is very popular. You know, it's just the best. there's a real comfort to grilled cheese. And Absolutely. I would even say that let's not even get cute and, like, uh, consider that it could be brisket for the sake of argument. I say we just say it's a couple slices of American cheese or your desired cheese on two buttered pieces of bread that have been gorgeous toasted. and you know the drill you know gorgeous the one. yeah you know the one. <laughs> absolutely so the grilled cheese to me is i know we gave it the seven seed it is to me one of the most important sandwiches um in the in the home in the Look, house absolutely like tuna she's accessible she is at your fingertips she's easy to make she it can be mm-hmm. ready in under oh, like six minutes or less i mean there's and a, you don't have to go to the lake you don't, you don't have even have to, to go to the lake rod. it requires no fishing rods no nets no nothing no whispers yeah. of any fish um big respect big respect big, huge, huge, i mean like we said this is all under the umbrella of this is a league of legends this is a tournament bracket yeah tournament of legends yeah these are all legends like mm-hmm. we're, we're amongst legends here um the blt and you brought up another brilliant point cold versus hot yes the blt yep. is cold yes the tomato and the lettuce are crispy yes mm-hmm. the bread may or may not be toasted but the bacon mm-hmm. gives it that dash of heat yeah and so there's a little bit of a temperature juxtaposition and a contrast that is frankly a delight and is a, yes. there's it's great yeah yeah i would say that it is probably the literally the lightest sandwich of them all yeah tomatoes always... doesn't fill me up lettuce nope. doesn't fill me up bacon usually a side dish on the plate for breakfast so right. there's no sort of like primary thing to me blts are going to be you have to go into a blt knowing i'm not going to be totally full this is just a little like fun burst that's a really, my relationship that's with a BLT. great point i mean it's almost like as close to uh, like it's as close to an appetizer sandwich as you can get really. yeah i mean i think that's a great like a point meal, per no se, way but... Totally agree with you. Um, yeah. I mean, that's why you have you know people out here going blats. They're throwing avocados in there to beef it up. I mean, there's mm-hmm. different versions of because I think that the culture recognizes that as sort of as a caloric intake, it's kind of thin. And for yeah. and for big busy boys like us, <laughs> yes. it doesn't always really do the trick. We're big busy boys, and we need we need calories. You know, I'm and nervous. Yeah. I'm nervous that we put the one seed as a turkey club and the two seed as a BLT, and in retrospect, the BLT is just the turkey club without turkey and the extra bread. You're so right. I mean, it literally is, right? I mean, you're right about that. You're right. Yeah, yeah. You're and I right. think if we had to choose one, I feel like we chose the one that you have to choose between the two, whether it's turkey uh, club or BLT. I well, feel I'm like pick- we already took the big dog of the two. Uh- I'm picking up what you're putting down here, Bill. We're on you the are. same page. I'm reading yeah. between the I'm reading between thine lines. Yes. And what I'm hearing is that we have a bit of a two seven upset brewing. And I think that, we do, friend. <laughs> <laughs> and that's something Real I can really I, Yeah. Yeah. 
Let's not complicated, I, folks. Yeah, warm not complicated. cheese. Warm if you can che- eat cheese, <laughs> if your if your gut health allows you to eat cheese, it's not complicated. It's warm, warm and it's there cheese. for you. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's warm it. Cheese. Good Grilled night, cheese. BLT. Grilled cheese. You've moved on. The Congrats. underdog has moved on. Congrats. Grilled cheese beat BLT. BLT, you're going back, back to in the, the lake. Side. All right. <laughs> BLT, <laughs> get in the lake. Toss it in the lake. Okay. <laughs> Four and five. Ham and cheese versus Reuben. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Now, here's another thing. This To me, this is similar to the Turkey Club v. Tuna matchup in that I'm not making – and again, maybe this is like I'm, I'm sort of telling on myself here. But I'm not making a Reuben at home. That's a diner. No. I'm leaving that to the professionals. Like yes. a Reuben I'm leaving to the pros. A ham and cheese, easy, fun, accessible, in the fridge. Anyone can do it. Um, yep. Reuben I'm leaving to the pros. So there's, there's yep. a barrier of entry there that I think differentiates these two dishes. But what I think what makes in, what what how Ruben stands out to me is that yeah. if I go to the diner, there's really no reality in which I'm ordering a tuna sandwich or right. a grilled cheese, which right. have kind of been these, or at least you know, it feels like the underdogs of them all. But right. the Ruben I am ordering 100%. frequently. Yeah, that is dude. a when it that's on the menu, that is a Give one. It. That's like a that's a one seed or a two seed for me. Totally correct. We're talking now. Now, correct me if I'm wrong here. It's it's pastrami, Swiss cheese, and sauerkraut. Am I missing yes, an ingredient here? Oh my! Traditionally, and God. I think it's on usually on rye, and it usually has um, what is it, Thousand Island dressing or something? Yeah, dude. I mean, the rye bread alone sends me to the moon. So like, yeah, I'm, to the moon. Yeah, dude. Uh, the soft toast, the soft toasting of it, and let's not forget, folks, deep cut listeners of the No Joke Podcast. We once created a sandwich, I believe, on this podcast. Yes. If yes. it wasn't, then it was on a another podcast that we yes. were on called yes. the Cruben. Yeah. Which is the Cuban, Cuban Ruben. Ruben. Th- that was your idea. That was your brilliant idea. So that was, yeah. I mean, and that still holds up. That's a genius sandwich hybrid. That's um, just adding a slice of pork onto your Ruben, but we're not here to deconstruct and make oy, new sandwiches. Oy, we're oy. here to pick winners. But I will say that if I was at a diner and the Reuben and a ham and cheese sandwich was on the menu, it, yeah. I don't even see the words ham and cheese. There's not even a question, really. So just to make the argument, let's just play devil's advocate here. Sure. Um, I, I, let's, let's, let's just take the other side, flip it around, and let's okay. sort of really give the ham and cheese her flowers in this moment. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I think uh, that there is, again, I keep using this word. I wish I had more synonyms, but there is an elegance in its simplicity. Two ingredients, bingo. Maybe you throw some mayo on there. Maybe you don't. Yeah. Maybe you toast yep. the bread. Maybe you don't. But there is yep. a there's just sort of a an ease to the ham and cheese that is comforting it, it is funny that certain sandwiches have names like the reuben and then other <laughs> sandwiches are like this is what's in it these Baking are the ingredients lettuce, tomato ham <laughs> exactly. and cheese exactly it's not called like the sherman you know it doesn't get its own right. there's no pomp or circumstance reuben... to it get a name like the reuben and like yeah the club there's just some funny most sandwiches actually i'm looking at bacon egg and cheese peanut butter and jelly this is just the line items this is an itemization of what you can find in between yeah totally the but I, the reuben yeah the, the reuben. reuben yeah it like has an alter ego like a superhero it's like it, it as in, it has a name i also think with the reuben it's like pastrami pastrami swiss and sauerkraut just syllabically might just be a little yeah. bit of a mouthful so you kind of had to shorten yeah. it but to your point there it has like you know that's it sort of clark kent and then the reuben is its superman name it does have its own mm-hmm. kind of superhero quant- uh, quality to it but ham and cheese i don't know man I, I mean this to me feels a little bit like a blowout to be honest with you i mean yeah, i don't know what it- to say really the one thing I will say about ham and cheese, and this isn't um, 
campaigning for it or fighting yeah. for it. This is just what I've learned in my yeah. many years of working at delis and eating yes. at delis. Yeah. If you're going to make a ham and cheese, and I would suggest making it on a Kaiser roll, I'm yeah. going, and you should too, 65% cheese, Swiss ideally, 35 ham. Fascinating. People Tell think, me about that. Why? People think that heavy ham, light cheese is the approach because you always want more meat. But the fact right. of the matter is that there is such thing as too much ham. Too <laughs> There is a threshold in the ham and cheese where when you've reached too much ham, it actually isn't a delicacy anymore. It's too much ham. It's hard work. Now all of a sudden you're at work. Yeah. It's not even the labor of it, Adam. It's like the mouth to brain. Do I want this much ham in my bite? It's just not it. So I've yeah. learned that I had to really reduce it. And I, you're not going to call it a cheese and ham sandwich. No Nobody way. Established that it's ham Disrespectful. And cheese. But I'm going 65% cheese, 35 ham. You guys do your own thing. But do your own thing. But See, that's so interesting. It's like, so with a sandwich that is mostly homemade, you make it at home, but there is sort of a delicate ratio that you need to hit. And again, we're Mm -hmm. just talking about Billy's taste, but Billy is, with all due respect, an expert. Uh, So that's a good, that's a good point. It's like too much ham can get a little gross. Uh, and you're right about that. It's a, it's a great point. Um, I, I mean, look, I, I don't want to belabor the point. I'm ready. I'm re- I have my winner. I'm, I'm ready. I don't, you know, I'm ready. Like, Let's say it. We three. can just go. Yeah. One, two, three. Reuben. Reuben. I mean, Reuben stuttered. Uh, def- Reuben stuttered. <laughs> Reuben stuttered. Exactly. Um, we got one more bracket here, buddy. Okay. We got one more bracket here. It's the three versus the six. Yes. The bacon, egg and cheese. Versus yep. the peanut butter and jelly, two sandwiches that matter to me. That matter hugely. That are like folded into the fabric of American life in many ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let's talk about butter- the peanut butter and jelly real quick. Yes, it's the only dessert cr- sandwich on the board, I would say. I believe yeah. that you're a crunchy guy. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, not picky, but uh, I'll do creamy, crunchy, extra crunchy, extra creamy, whatever you have, whatever you have no available. But picky. no one's saying picky. But oh, absolutely, let's love let's a crunchy, crunchy peanut butter. Let's put, let's put a crunchy next to a creamy on the shelf. Which one are you grabbing? Crunchy, crunchy. Give me the texture. Wow. Definitely, so he's a crunchy guy. So absolutely. that makes you a crunchy guy. I think so. That's fair to say. Yeah. So they have the crunchy. They have the creamy. We've talked about these before. We've talked about goobers. I believe that your mom and <laughs> others had mailed us. <laughs> Mailed us jars oh, right. of goobers, yes, goobers, which yes. is uh, the peanut butter and the jelly in the same jar. So we've talked about peanut butter and jelly before. And, and you know what? Now that you're bringing that up, I just wonder why call the product goobers. goobers. I just, I just have to sure wa- we asked that same wonder question about that. Yeah, I just goobers. don't know goobers. why goober. Hmm. Like, I what's would... the play on word? Yeah, I mean... exactly. What does that have to do with peanut butter or jelly or sandwiches? Mm-hmm. Frankly, goobers. And, I just am and what's a little lost? Isn't there, there a, is there a candy goober? Uh, is there a goobers? candy goober? There's the everlasting, everlasting gobstopper, gobstopper, but I don't know if there's a goober. <laughs> goobers. Goobers. All right, we'll get back to the goobers. <laughs> uh, but peanut butter and jelly. I eat five peanut butter and jellies a week. Every uh, seven now, days, I will eat five peanut butter and jellies. Tell me about the context of that. That's coming home from the gym? That's pre-workout, post-workout, or is it work, not workout? Pure depending. snack. Pure, Pure snack. That's just a snack, dude. That's just a snack. Pure, Pure exactly. Snack. Yeah. And it also it also comes with a glass of whole milk. And now yeah, America. Now we're America. Um, I think that see that that actually brings up a pretty good point. Um, we've been dealing so much with like you you mentioned BLT being a bit of an appetizer sandwich. Peanut butter mm-hmm. and jelly isn't even an appetizer, nor is it really an entree. It is a snack. I would say this, that that is what it maybe is. maybe for kids maybe for kids it's an entree. That, that's right. 
But for adults, but, that's, that's a delicious, delightful 11.30 a.m., 3.30 p.m. snack. Yes. That's what that that's is. The in betwixt meals. Time. Yeah. 3.30 is the appropriate time yeah. for a PB&J. <laughs> right. I would be that weird guy at the office. If people worked at offices before, I don't know who works where, but sometimes yes. they have a kitchen that has like – Food that yep. isn't exactly meals, but like snacks that we have the snacks and then we have things like peanut butter and jelly. And no one would ever in these offices open the peanut butter and jelly and make a peanut butter and jelly for like an office snack. Except your for? boy would. Yeah. I would. Yeah, dude. I would. I'd and like, frankly, Bill, so would I. Yeah. And it's, it's so here. funny that you say that. In the context of a break room, of a snack break room, PB&J is elevated to meal status. In the context yes. of other sandwiches, it's demoted to snack. So it's all about context yes. with the PB&J. But I feel like you can get side-eyed. I feel like you can get side-eyed if you're the one who makes the peanut butter and jellies for a snack in the office break room. Well, with, all due, respect, I, with all due respect, I side-eye that side-eye. I, I judge that. I judge that judgment. I judge that I, judgment. He I judges mean, judges that judgment. We love. We love <laughs> yeah, to hear dude. that. Respect. Are you kidding me? Re- much respect. PB and J. There's a reason it's in the kitchen. It, it. The peanut butter is. I mean, you're talking protein. And now, talk to me about your jelly preference. I know grape might be industry standard, uh, yeah. but I have a three year old who fancies raspberry. I don't know how you feel about some of the fancier jellies. Dare I say, jams, your apricots, your peaches, your mulberries, right. etc. Right. I don't know how you st- where you stand on that. So, I grew up on grape jelly. Of course, grape. Jelly, right? Yep. Those two things. Well, different jellies, and you can get different fruits. I yep. went grape jelly growing. Same. Up. I feel like Same. that's almost the starting point for most American families. I would, I would, agree. I would agree. Yeah, there is no jelly shame coming from your boy. I want to get ahead of my. What yeah. I'm about to say next? No shade, <laughs> no, jelly fam. No way. Yeah. No, no shade, jelly yeah. fam. No way. I've grown up a little. I've grown up a little. And I learned that I do want a little texture in my jelly. I want Cute. a little seed. So Cute. I've moved on to the preserves. Cute. Smuckers. I hit an age. Smuckers. I had to move on from jelly to preserves. And Cute. now I've even changed my fruit preference. It's mostly strawberry preserves. S- strawberry. Interesting. Okay, great. Yeah. Well, no, I, I respect that. Again, uh, grape, I feel like that's a natural evolution in, in a human being's relationship to the PB&J. Mm-hmm. I feel like the mm-hmm. jelly um, – I feel like, yeah, tastes change, you know, tastes change. So I, I can totally appreciate that. Um, I fancy a raspberry, to be honest. because And for the Maybe similar reason. I get raspberry. For the I don't even know. It's just red. It's red. just red to me. Red. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I think it's strawberry. It could be red. raspberry, but it's definitely red preserves. Yeah, red. Um, no downside to the PB&J. It's not, right. I mean, the nutritional value, and you can speak to this better than I. I mean, you get a little bit of protein, a little bit of sugar. I don't know what it's doing for you sort of calorically or in terms of like your overall High protein. Health. Very high protein, high protein. peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, high in protein. Mm-hmm. Great. Now, on the other side of the bracket here, Bill, we have our three seed, the bacon, egg, and cheese. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, New York, uh, again, li- coming from New York, having lived in New York City for many years, there is sort of an implicit bias there because it is so, so important. So it was yes. so critical to our 20s living in New York. The bacon, egg, and cheese was uh, was a day starter. That's how That was how you almost ensured that you were going to have a productive good day was to begin yeah. it with a bacon, egg, and cheese. That's kind of how a good day began. Began. 
so, very romantic. The smells, the sounds, oh, the interaction with the deli guy. It's very all romantic. very romantic. It's like if you do you get salt, pepper, ketchup? Do you say yeah. fried or scrambled? You know, yeah. there's all these little details that yes. once you know the code, you feel like you're a part of a subculture. Correct. Even the tinfoil that it comes in is is yes. kind of there's a romance to it. So romantic. And New York City word. is such a walking city. Like yes. you're talking on the go, you're thinking yes. on the go, you're yes. running to the subway. Right. And it is so so hard to have food that complements that correct when you're in motion you know but the bacon egg and cheese is widely known that you can grab and truly go yeah yeah and it's egg and again protein and it's got your bacon there's some salt there and like cheese that like dairy it it also is in and of itself a secret low key that eats like a meal i mean it is sort of a grab Mm -hmm. and go thing but unlike the pb and j for for me the bacon egg and cheese doesn't feel like a snack it does feel like the main event it does. It feel does. Like the main you're event. right about that. You're yeah. right about that. It is this main event, but yeah. it's like a light main event. You're light. usually not going to feel totally weighed down unless you Correct. get it on a hero with three or four eggs. But <laughs> the two, the, the traditional two egg fried, yeah. salt, pepper, ketchup, bacon, egg, and cheese on a Kaiser oh roll is going to get you. That's going to get you to like eleven thirty, and then you're going to be hungry for a proper lunch, and that's, that's what we want out of a good start breakfast. That's exactly correct. Even there's you just a warmth descri- to it. There's oh. a comfort to it. There is just a familiarity once you get used to it, where it's it becomes quite addicting. It really needs to become part of your daily schedule. I, I'm swooning hearing you talk about a bacon, egg, and cheese, framing it as sort of a romantic endeavor. I, I'm I'm swooning. I feel like I'm being flirted with right now. So I'm I'm yeah, sort of under are. the spell. I'm under the I'm spell. Flirting with you. <laughs> I'm flirting with you. I love both of these sandwiches, and I joked about it earlier, but they actually are a part of my personality. I'm not necessarily always PB&J forward and always bacon, egg, and cheese forward, but they are – you mentioned a pie chart earlier. They are on my pie chart as well. They're on my pie chart as well. Yeah, yeah. And Uh, I I eat 300 – let's call it 200 to 300 peanut butter and jellies a year, and I have my answer. Yeah, I have my answer as well. Okay. Let's do it on three. This is the yeah. three six. This is the three bacon, egg, and cheese versus the six PB and J. On yeah. three, just say it out loud. Just rip it off the band aid. Three, two, one. Bacon, bacon, egg, and, egg and cheese. It would feel disrespectful to go otherwise. I mean, thank you, peanut butter and jelly, but you're going in the lake. We have our final four, folks. Yes. And three of them. I've written as acronyms, and they all end in C. That may not make sense <laughs> to you, but let me explain. Please. Turkey Club has yes. advanced. TC. Yes. Grilled cheese has advanced. Yes. GC. Correct. Bacon, egg, and cheese has advanced. BEC. Uh-huh. And the Reuben. <laughs> the one with the proper first, a given name. A given and name. Reuben. Reuben, our friend. <laughs> the, the, the turkey club, the grilled cheese, the bacon, egg, and cheese, and Joe. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. That's right. All right. I'm going to see them out one more time just so everyone remembers. We have the one versus the five. There was an upset with the Reuben and the ham and cheese. The yep. Reuben advanced. That's the yep. turkey club versus the Reuben. Yep. We had another upset on the other side of the bracket where grilled yep. cheese took out the BLT, the seven versus the two. Nice, yep. nice upset there. Oh, yeah. And then the bacon, egg, and cheese held strong. It came in late, replaced the Italian hero, came in late, and yep. took out the mighty, mighty, and often beloved peanut butter and jelly. So that's our final four. Great. Turkey club, grilled cheese, bacon, egg, and cheese, Reuben. Let's go into an act break real quick. Do the final four. Do the finals and get the heck out of here. We'll do it, brother. I'm going to do an alternate buffer. Give it your best buffer. Yep. I'm going to do – I'm going to give it my best buffer, and I'm going to make it a little alt. Great. We'll be right back. Let's get ready to bracket. Welcome back to the No Joe Podcast. Today we're doing a sandwich bracket, and that was kind of, um, you know, 
we talk about method acting and how method acting was sort of a return mm-hmm. to naturalism and sort of grounded acting performances. I would say that that was mm-hmm. a bit like the Marlon Brando method acting delivery yes. of Michael Buffer. Yes. Grounded. That was, yeah, I agree. That was my best Brando. That yeah. was my best Brando. <laughs> I, I read it like that for longevity. I'm hoping that if I get a billion-dollar deal and I'm flown around the world to yeah. say, let's get ready to bracket, that I'm not going to lose my voice in the Save process. your vocal like cords. That is a repeatable line read. Absolutely. Easy. Mm-hmm. It's easy. It rolls off easy. It hits the ear easy. Well done. Really well done. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, so we're back to the bracket. This is the sandwich bracket. We've done a bunch of these. This one is, um, what did you say? Like a legendary competition? This is a League of Legends. A tournament of league legends. Of legends. Yeah. It's a League of Legends. <laughs> so we have the turkey club versus the Reuben. We have the grilled cheese versus the bacon, egg, and Heavy cheese. Hitters. Heavy I hitters. say we buck the trend and we start with... The two versus the three. Let's go. Excuse me. The seven versus the three. The grilled cheese versus the bacon, egg, and cheese. Because I think that they have the most similarities between them. Oh, my God. And I think that we should just really dig into the differences now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, let's uh, address the elephant in the room. The biggest difference, the egg. The incredible edible egg. I mean, which is kind of the, the, I would say, the the strong foundation of the Mm -hmm. bacon, egg, and cheese, the thing that provides Mm -hmm. maybe the most nutritional value. Uh, Mm -hmm. And also is, and depending on how you like your egg, it can also be the thing that makes it, that that sort of like makes or breaks the sandwich itself. Our friend Chris Smith, as you know, said that the key to the bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich was the roll, is the bread. That yes, was dude. sort of that's that Chris's take. That is yeah. a lot of delis like to post that sign that says what makes our sandwiches different, the bread. Really? It's like oh, that is a that is an that is an important that is that is almost like parents teach their kids that at a young age that everyone <laughs> can buy boar's head, but yeah, where right. do you get your bread? Yeah, that exactly. Is 100% correct. Exactly. So yes. uh, I I just thought that was worth mentioning. Um, well don't over don't over I mean, there's the egg, sure, but there's yeah. also the bacon. Yeah, there's the there's bacon. There's also the bacon. Yeah, there's the bacon there. Yep, yep. It uh, feels like the bacon, egg, and cheese is like born out of, you know, it stands on the shoulders of the grilled cheese. Now, naturally, they kind of fill in two different – you're not eating a grilled cheese for breakfast, oddly enough. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, Because that bread right. is getting very buttered. A big difference is that your bread is extre- – it's, it's soaked in butter. Right, yes. On the grilled yes. cheese. Whereas for the bacon, egg, and cheese, cheese, you're not even toasting. That has to be on a roll, and that has to be just clean and light and like – like fluffy almost the role. Yeah, exactly. So there is exactly there are some spiritual differences between the two. The question is, are you a simple man who likes the basics or do you like a little zhuzh? Do you like an extra egg? Do you like a little bacon? And that really that's just personal preference. Yeah, that's a personal preference kind of thing. And I mean like to me, I, I just my and again, you know, we talked at the top of this pod about the reason mm-hmm. that we removed the Italian hero was because it was just simply too much emotional. We could not right. divorce ourselves right. from the emotional attachment. The bacon egg and cheese approaches that level for me. I I am in I am in love. I am in love. Got um, it. And it's not just the, the high bacon egg. Crush. And, no, this, this is a, a lifelong. Known. <laughs> yes, I, I feel you. This is a lifelong romance. Um, mm-hmm. So it's it's hard for me to kind of like divorce myself from that, but I'll try. Um, so because when you, you don't ask have that, to try, you don't have to try. The third round of the brackets, this is yeah. totally about honoring what is true about yeah. you at this point. <laughs> we don't have to. In the first round, we can discover, we can discuss. Now it's what is my truth? What yeah, truth what do I choose truth? to stand That's on right. right now? What truth do I am choosing to stand that I have a lifelong love affair with the bacon, egg, and mm-hmm. cheese? Um, mm-hmm. Now, the 
grilled cheese. Yeah, you're right. There's a soaked in butterness. It's got a it's it's, it's a different vibe. There's a useful similar bread there. to the Reuben. Similar, similar bread, bread to, to the Reuben. Reuben. Yeah, yeah. Pan um, fried in butter, really like toasted in a weird way that's really buttery and just like greasy for, for all the right reasons. To your point about the Reuben, there is a bread diversity in the grilled cheese that doesn't really apply to the bacon egg and cheese. I would do a, mm-hmm. you would never throw bacon egg and cheese on rye. Would you? I mean, you just no, wouldn't no, really. No, 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 no. no. No, no, of course no, not. No, or no, pumpernickel. No. But like with grilled cheese, you really have sort of your choice of bread. So that allows mm-hmm. for maybe a, a wider breadth of bread options, which is, mm-hmm. I don't know, not good or bad. I mean, it just is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh, gosh, I don't know, man. It's uh, You I'm, do know, Adam. I mean, you I do, do know. know. I do know. I mean, yeah, that's yes. that's more accurate. I know quite yes, intimately. You actually. do know. Yeah, that's right. Say, say who the winner is between grilled cheese and bacon, egg, and cheese because I know too. Yeah, we know. Say it. The, the winner is bacon, egg, and cheese, and always has. Been. Congratulations! Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I know that sometimes we have to create be diplomatic. Content. Yeah, yes, and it's like, well, we're in a new round, so we should give this four minutes of conversation. No, even but if, let's even if real. we all know the truth. Let's be. Let's real. just get to the reality. Let's get to the. Let's, let's just cut get to, to the, the quick reality. here. Yeah, no, you're right. Bacon, right. egg, and cheese is a truly goat sandwich, and it has won the East, excuse me, the West bracket. Congrats. Over BLT, um, grilled cheeses, and peanut butter and jellies. Bacon, egg, and cheese, you're in the finals. Yeah, that feels right. I, I That feels absolutely right. Let's swing it back over to what I would almost describe as summer versus winter. I, the turkey yeah, club totally. versus the Reuben. Absolutely. The Reuben. And there's a season for everything, you know? So, um, yes. I mean, let's maybe just start there. I think that's a great point. Turkey Club, Summer Vacation, Reuben, Cozy Winter Treat. But which mm-hmm. sandwich, in your opinion, has the most crossover appeal, has the most four-season, four-quadrant applicability, the Turkey Club or the Reuben? Um, would you think, rather have yeah. a Reuben in the summer or a Turkey Club in the winter, I guess is what I'm asking. Well, yeah. Great question. Way yeah. to talk that out. That was truly a great question. I'm going Reuben in the summer. Oh, Interesting. I'm a guy who likes food to stick to his bones. Yeah. I like when my food sticks to my bones. There's something disappointing when you eat a meal and you're like, I'm still a little hungry. I've yeah. never been a little no. hungry post-Reuben. That's a great point. Um, I, I, it, yeah, that's a really good point. I think I'm with you there. The Reuben is hefty. The Reuben is almost like, depending yes. on the eatery that you go to, you almost don't expect to finish it in real time. No. You're almost, exactly. you're almost factoring well in the leftover. Yeah. Correct. And to your point, when you were talking about the turkey club, how it holds so much better than the tuna sandwich and the tuna yeah. you have to put back in the lake if you're not right. going to eat it all in one. <laughs> For my money, the Reuben holds in its own unique way just as strong, if not stronger, than the turkey club because there is this like cement element cement. to it. Cement. It's yes. cement. Yeah. The whole sandwich is asphalt and cement. Like you could bang it against a building and it's not going to break. Your let Reuben me, let, will not break. Let me put it this way. I've been to diners and I've ordered a Reuben and they give you a knife as if to say you might – like we get that it's yeah. a sandwich. We get that you hold it with your hands. But but it's cement. You need a weapon. She, you need a weapon. You need a weapon. You might need a weapon. And you might you're need not tools. Get, you yeah. might need tools. <laughs> exactly. Um and also, just for the leftover, the leftover ability of it, like you said, the mm-hmm. Reuben is so well constructed, oh, and yeah. the Swiss cheese is such a good binding force, it's such a good sort oh, yeah. of cement-like uh, entity that uh, in the sandwich. That when I take a turkey club home uh, in the styrofoam, I'm afraid that the that the um, toothpick is going to come loose, the lettuce is going to slide out. Oh, whoops! We got the tomatoes a little slippery, mm-hmm. and that it can be deconstructed. You take it home. 
Two hours after you get home from the diner, you're ready to revisit it. You open it, and it's a goddamn mess. It's not the sandwich you. It's it, not the it's sandwich not you remember. It's not the sandwich you were promised. And I'll tell you this, Adam: if yeah. you get a clam, if you can't finish your turkey club, and you get a clamshell to yes. take it home, yes. you're not standing that sandwich up in the clamshell. Correct. Suddenly, you're putting it on its back like it's tanning at the beach. Correct. It's not supposed to be Correct. that way. Correct. It's not supposed to be that way, and that's why you don't recognize that sandwich that Correct. you took home. Exactly like right. Said with the Reuben, you don't even need to put it in a clamshell. You could bang it against a building. That sandwich is going to be there for you as long as you need it. I have my answer, and that's what it is. Uh, that, but you, we, I am, I am fired up right now, actually, and yeah, I'm also going stuttered. <laughs> we're both going stuttered. Oh, for right absolutely, now, absolutely, it's the Reuben all the way for me. The structural sorry, or Clay integrity Aiken. alone. Yeah, sorry, Clay Aiken. Once Good again, night, you've been defeated by the <laughs> Reuben. See ya. Yeah. Adam, do we have a billion Adam finals in front of us? Two sandwiches that I have ordered with you at diners and times for many many times. Many Many years. years. Yeah, dude. I'm glad that this game brought us to our truth. I I mean, this This, feels like the truest version of ourselves. Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah. Okay. And now we have to decide. And this ain't easy. This is hard, man. The Rubens versus the bacon, egg, and cheese. The five-seed Reuben yeah. had a lower ranking than the ham and cheese. And yeah. a lower ranking than the turkey club. Beat them both. And now it's up against the three-seed bacon, egg, and I cheese. I feel like the Reuben almost felt like it was playing this tournament with a chip on her shoulder. I mean, It's like, oh, mm. I'm the five? Oh, I'm the five? I think it's mm. a little bit her attitude. is like, mm-hmm. lest you forget about my Swiss and sauerkraut and my, my perfect marble rye, lest you forget mm-hmm. about how I am essentially cement and I have impeccable structural integrity. Um, so mm-hmm. I think that the Reuben has really come to play today. Big time. Yeah. Reuben versus bacon, egg, and cheese. Let's try and keep it simple. Let's just speak our truths. This is the final. One thing I'm realizing, somehow they feel like spiritual equivalents, but the Reuben feels like the adult in the room. Absolutely. Well said. Well said. Not only has it been granted a proper Christian name, uh, but Mm. it is uh, (laughs) a a first – this sandwich has a name. Um, A first name. So, yeah, I'm with you. It definitely feels more adult, a little bit more mature. The bacon, Mm -hmm. egg, and cheese is the East Village. The Reuben is the Upper West Side. It's like Mm -hmm. a little bit more. It's for adults. It's uh, it's just when you have a little bit more financial stability. (laughs) The Mm -hmm. Reuben is the Reuben is is I think is your is your choice. Yeah, bacon, egg, and cheese. I want my sandwiches to wreck me. I want my sandwiches to devastate (laughs) me. I want to feel. I want to exhale deeply. When the sandwich is done, when I'm crumpling up the wax paper, when I'm crumpling up the tin foil, I want that to be like, get this thing out of here. That's my success story with a sandwich. That's what I want. So good. It's such a good point. It's like uh, a Reuben is like a um, it's like a three hour period piece featured like a Terrence Malick movie where it's like now I'm Mm -hmm. questioning my existence. I'm thinking Mm -hmm. about my own future, my own life. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about how I love my parents. Like the Mm -hmm. Reuben can really sort of like. Like, make you feel all the feelings. The bacon and yes. cheese, conversely, uh, is I, I don't want to say comfort television, but a little bit. You, you know what I mean? It's like it's like it's the whoa. short film before a Pixar movie. It's like I love this, and this could be longer, and I would love it. But I know that it's six minutes long, and it is what it is. I mean, I couldn't I couldn't possibly imagine a better analogy. The bacon yes. and cheese is the Pixar short, beloved, just the right amount of just the right amount of time. But it mm-hmm. is the pre it is the prologue to a bigger thing. 
The yes. Reuben is Malik. The Reuben yes. is Francis Ford Coppola's apocalypse Question now. Everything. Yeah, exactly. Question yeah, everything. <laughs> exactly. That's so the, right. the spiritual right. question in front of us, Adam, is when we go to the movies, what do we <laughs> want the short film that right. plays before the movie, right. or do we want to question everything? I, I mean, I, I yeah. know what I want. I I also want to be dev as you said, devastated. <laughs> yes. I, I also want to be devastated. <laughs> Same. Same. We love the short films, but wow. I hate to say it. If they never aired another one, yeah. I'd be okay. Yeah. I'd be okay because I yeah. know that I'm going to get devastated minutes later <laughs> with this 90-pound sandwich that you could bang against a building. That's, that's right. what I want, and that's what I need. Yeah, I'm with Adam, you. do we have our winner? Of yeah, we do, buddy. Bracket? We do, buddy. Let me ask you this. Do yeah. we know the ingredients in it, or does it have a first name? She has a first name all her own. And what is her name, Adam? Tell her me name. her name. Her name is Ruben the Devastator, and she wins a racket. Congratulations, Rube. You are, as it turns out, oh, scientifically wow. we proved yeah, the best, the best one. sandwich. Congrats. Congratulations. Wow. Who knew that after all of this, all of this, the goat sandwich would contain sauerkraut? One of the most polarizing ingredients in the world. Not. I don't even sauerkraut. like sauerkraut. Yeah, exactly. Sauerkraut. The grossest name of anything is an ingredient in the goat sandwich. I mean, look, life is full of surprises, Bill, and that's what mm -hmm. Terrence Malick movies teach us. We are devastated. I feel devastated in, yes. a, in the best possible Folks. way. If the Reuben can get past the sauerkraut and still win the sandwich bracket, yeah. you can get past anything, too. Correct. Okay. It's inspirational. Okay. Correct, Bill. Yes. <laughs> Find some inspiration in the winner of this, the sandwich bracket. Yes. Reuben the Devastator. Correct. And congrats. <laughs> great bracket, Adam. Oh, amazing one. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Yeah. yeah. Great, great bracket. I'm going to get myself a tuna. Yeah, yeah. Fish it out the lake. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Me and Adam are heading to the lake. You guys do the same for okay. the sandwich bracket. Another Woo! bracket in the books. I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And like always, we will bracket with you next week. Thank you so much. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>